meet again? Will it be the same? But I'm not sure if I'll remember your name, but I'll remember your face and all the chase and all the the walk of Hello, my name's Andy, and this is my podcast, Everyone Andy Slept With. Um, in this podcast, I do discuss um, all my sexual encounters, I'm trying to do one person per episode, and I'll discuss some other topics as well, such as friendships, relationships, the gay community, growing up in Melbourne, Australia, <clears throat> growing up in the 90s. Um, so that's just a bit of a background. Um, this story is a bit interesting because it does involve a, f- a few friendships as well. Um, and I'll discuss how I met these people. Also, when I'm looking at the timeline, um, this is meant to be the fifth person I was ever with. They could have actually had been before the previous one. They could have been uh, third. Um, but anyway, that doesn't matter too much if I don't have it in the right order. We'll just keep it as the fifth person anyway. Um, so again, just with like the previous episodes and the previous boys I'd been with, um, I met this guy, um, at that social support group that I went to. So this is a guy whose name is Cameron. Um, so I think I've been going to the social support group at this point now for one to two years, maybe one and a half years. Um, this is probably one of the last times that I was going to go there, I guess. Um, and again, the usual thing happened. We just went to the group, you know, had the usual, um, two hour session of discussing topics and then everyone would go off walking around the city together. And that's what we did. But me and this one guy, Cameron, um, we just, again, hung on about as everyone else sort of piled off. Most of the people went home and we were the last two people standing, Um, now Cameron, this wasn't the first time I'd met him. He'd been at the group a couple times before. Um, and a bit of a description of him. He was kind of, I can't remember if he had brown hair or ginger hair. If it was brown, it was definitely a bit ginger-ish. He was about the same height as me. So just a standard height. He was maybe a medium build, not skinny or overweight at all. He would have had green or blue eyes, my memory, and he would have actually had been attractive. He just really wasn't my type though. Um, but I do remember other guys in the group, um, actually wanting to get with him. So he definitely had some appeal about him, but, um, with me, I just really liked him as a friend. He seemed interesting. Um, another thing about him was he had a partner. I think they'd been together for, um, They would have been together for about, um, I don't know, maybe a year or something. Um, So I remember when I was with Cam, when I met Cameron, or when we were hanging out on this particular day, I was still in high school. And the reason why I remember I was in high school, because I remember going back to school on the Monday um, and telling people about this particular experience. Um, So it's definitely probably in year 12. So I would have been. I reckon I was still 17. Uh, We weren't old enough to go out clubbing yet. Um, So um, anyway, um, we were walking around the city, as I was saying earlier, and we wanted to go down to this place in Melbourne called Brunswick Street. It's in Fitzroy, Collingwood area. It's a bit of a gay village kind of area. And we're going down there just going to get a coffee or tea from a cafe. We're waiting at the tram stop in the Burke Street Mall. And while we're waiting there um, to get the tram down, these two girls approached us. Um, They were very interesting looking. 
Um, and they just uh, struck up a conversation with us. So one of the girls, she said um, to me, um, oh, are you, do you go to uh, Prentice Hill Secondary College? And I was like, no, I don't. She's like, oh my God, you look so much like someone I know that goes to that school. Um, and that's how the conversation started. Then we just started talking. Um, so these two girls, they were a sort of lesbian couple. They said they were kind of dating, but not really. Um, and they asked me and Cameron if we were dating more, like, no, we're just friends. Um, and then we all jumped on the tram together um, and we were talking on the tram. And then they ended up, uh, we ended up inviting them for coffee with us. And they came out for coffee with us. And we ended up talking at the cafe. Um, and they were really interesting. So the two girls, Nikki and Emma, they both were like in high school, like must have been in year 12, I imagine. Um, Emma was like this hippie looking sort of girl. Um, she was talking about going to forest and chaining herself to a tree that was going to get cut down. Um, and Nikki was a bit more punky. She had like colored hair. Um, she had not a mohawk, but like a few sort of spikes coming out of her hair. And she had a lot of piercings on her face as well. And she was um, an Asian girl. I think she was from Singapore or Indonesia. I can't remember, but she'd been in Australia for at least a few years. Um, so that's, yeah, the four of us were sitting at the cafe. It was called Planet Cafe, which is now closed down. Um, and we probably stayed there for an hour and then we decided to leave. And we were just so in, um, involved in conversation that we left and we accidentally did a runner from the cafe we didn't realize we're walking up the street we're about maybe three or four hundred meters away and then i've turned to everyone and said oh hang on a second did we pay um and we all just burst out laughing because we somehow forgot to pay so we went actually went back to the cafe and then ended up paying um and then so we ended up walking back up the street and nikki said do you guys want to come back to our house or her house she lived in um she had a share house in Northcote, and again like with a lot of my previous stories I'm surprised that she was able to have a rental outside of her parents' house when she's still in high school. Um, it just that seemed to be quite a common thing back then with a lot of people that I met. Um, but she did. She had a rental with another girl, not with Emma. And we all went back to her house. And then, yeah, so me, Cameron, and Nikki and Emma all stayed up all night talking. And we probably stayed up till about five o'clock. And we weren't on drugs. We weren't even drinking. It was a very just civil kind of sober night. Um... And it was Saturday night to my memory. Yes, it was definitely Saturday night. So then anyway, um, now the next day, I'd, I might just actually give a bit of a background on what we're talking about as well and why we had that connection, I guess. One thing that me and Nikki connected on was um, she was talking about a band named Propagandy. And I was a big fan of this band, Propagandy, as well. They were like this sort of punk band that was very um, political. Um, and they talked a lot about feminism and gay rights and animal rights, etc. Um, and she was saying how amazing it was to hear a band that, you know, spoke openly uh, against the government. Because um, she said when she was back in Singapore, it was impossible to hear music like that. And when she first came to Australia and heard these sort of punk bands, she just loved it. Um, so we had that sort of connection. Um, and then, um, <clears throat> and then the next day we all woke up and then, uh, I can't remember what everyone did, but I can't remember what Emma did. I think she just went home, but Nikki was going to go and get this haircut, um, somewhere. She was, um, getting a haircut, at, um, this like, 
uh, place on Johnson Street in Fitzroy that did really weird hair. Like they do mohawks and dreadlocks and not not weird, but, you know, just a bit more alternative than usual haircuts. And need you know, always dyed people's hair really different colours. She took Cameron along with her. I didn't go. I was invited, but I had to. I think I had to go to school. Maybe on a Monday. I don't even remember. Um, and so Cameron went with her and got her hair cut as well. And they got their hair cuts for free because uh, Nikki was modeling for them. She was part of a photo shoot. And they both ended up doing that. So anyway, but before we parted ways that day, Nikki said, do you guys want to come back to my house tonight? I'm having a bit of a get together, a bit of a party. And I was like, yeah, sure. So um, I went home, did whatever I had to do. Maybe I went to school. I'm not sure. And then later that night, maybe at around seven or eight o'clock, I went all the way back to her house. I lived quite far from where she lived. And when I got there, Cameron was already there. And Emma, I don't think she was there on the second night or the second night we caught up. But anyway, um, <clears throat> as I arrived, uh, she did say, oh, the party's off. Sorry, we've just had um, our house broken into today. And because the police were going to come around and do some fingerprinting, they didn't want anyone or you know people in the house touching things. Um, but there were still a few people there and she still invited me in and she actually said to me, oh, you've come all the way from Broad Meadows. You can stay the night if you need. I was like, oh, thanks. That's great. Um, and we still just sat around with a few people in the lounge room. Now, friends from her high school or friends from the area, I didn't know them actually. And I remember then Cameron asked Nikki if he could go to bed. So he crawled into her bed, um, and then everyone was sitting around in the lounge room talking and I was getting socially awkward because I didn't know these people. I didn't really have anything to say to them. And I remember they actually rolled up a joint. Um, they found a bud on the floor, which they actually think the person who broke into the house earlier had dropped by mistake. Um, that's what they rolled up and smoked. Um, and then um, I didn't have any of that. And I remember a girl actually saying to me, she said, oh, you're really uh, quiet and shy. Are you okay? Are you like really stoned or something? And I said, no, I'm not stoned. I'm just, um, yeah, I just don't have anything to say. And then at that point, I just turned to Nikki and said, do you mind if I go to bed as well? So then I crawled in bed with Cameron. Meanwhile, the night before, me, Cameron, Nikki and Emma all slept in the same bed and nothing happened. But um, yeah. Um, so, and then later in the evening, I heard all of Nikki's other friends leave and then she crawls into bed with us as well. So it's just the three of us, Nikki, myself and Cameron. And I would, I would have been asleep. And at some point in the night I heard, uh, Cameron had woken me up and he was sort of trying to play with my cock and kept grabbing my hand and putting on his cock. And I wasn't really interested. Um, so, um, yeah, anyway, he ended up coming um, and I kept pulling his hand away and I kept, I tried to keep pushing him off and, you know, I just wasn't interested because one, Nikki was next to us. Secondly, he had a, he had a partner as well. And thirdly, it just, um, I wasn't really that into him anyway. And I wasn't sure what was going on. It just seemed really strange that, that was happening. Anyway, in the morning when we woke up, um, and we're all sitting around the breakfast table at Nikki's house with, with Nikki's housemate, who I think I was just meeting for the first time and having, they made us breakfast, maybe just cereal and a coffee or something. And then Nikki turned to Cameron and I and said, did you guys do something last night? I could hear scuffling. And then Cameron said, oh yeah, I did. But it's because I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought Andy was my boyfriend. I was just confused because I normally sleep next to my boyfriend and because it was dark, I couldn't see anything. 
So that's what he said. And I don't know if I believe that or not. Maybe he did think I was his boyfriend and that he was at home with his boyfriend. Or maybe he knew that he actually wanted to get with me. I'm not sure. I don't care either way, actually. Anyway. But then, um, and then he apologized to me and he apologized to Nikki and I said, I don't care. It's all right. And then he left. So he went home. Um, and then I stayed at Nikki's for a little bit longer after that. Uh, I was just hanging out. And, um, and then Nikki, as soon as Cameron left, she slapped me in the face, like as a joking kind of slap. She's like, I can't believe you and Cameron slept together next to me in the bed. And I said, it wasn't me. I, I didn't encourage it or have any involvement in it really at all. And then she said, but are you okay? Like, you must feel a bit hurt about that because, you know, you would have thought he was into you. And then, then he just said he thought he was at home with his boyfriend. And I said, no, no, I'm totally okay. I'm, I'm not hurt by that at all. She was kind of defending him that he'd done that as well, saying, you know, oh, people, oh, they might wake up and be a bit confused or whatever. Anyway, it didn't really bother me at all. Anyway, I went home after that. Um, and I remember telling, yeah, my schoolmates about meeting these random people in the city the next day. And they were like, how did that come to be? Like, they were just, it was really interesting. It was just the, the sort of connection that the four of us had, Nikki, Cameron, Emma, and myself, uh, for random, you know, two random groups of strangers meeting each other and just having a really good night together and connecting really well. But having said that after that, I didn't really hear from much of any of them, to be honest, um, so I, I think, um, me and Cameron didn't go to that group anymore, but it was just sort of fizzled out as friends. Um, with Nikki, I think I'd caught her a couple of times and she never really called me back and that's understandable. She was, um, she had a lot of friends. She was very out there in the scene, in the punk scene, in the gay scene and everything. You know, she wouldn't really need to make new friends either. She had a lot of friends already. That was pretty cool. And Emma, I never never saw Emma again at all, actually. I don't know what happened to her either. I don't think I had a contact for her. But I did run into Nikki about two or three years later. It was at a club or a rave. I think it was at the Goo Metro nightclub in Melbourne. Um, and I was like, hey, Nikki. And she's like, oh, it's you. And then we had a chat. It was really nice seeing her again. Never saw her again since then. So I don't know what happened to her. Cameron came back into my life again around as well at a, probably around the same time, actually. Um, I think I just ran into him at a club. I think that's what happened. And then, um, then we ended up swapping numbers and then, yeah, we're hanging out again. We're going out for drinks. We're going out for coffee. Um, I was inviting him over to my parties and such, and he was getting to meet all my new friends as well when I was at a later age. So this would have been when I was 21, 22, um, So me and Cameron sort of stayed friends for a little bit again. And I remember Cameron even getting with a couple of my friends at some of my parties as well. He was no longer dating that guy. He was dating when we were 17. Um, And I was looking through my old photos the other day and I found a few photos of Cameron as well, which was interesting because I kind of forgot what he looked like. Anyway, um, and then so I went overseas after that. After I was 22, I, I moved to Canada and lived there for a little bit. And then it would have been maybe four or five years after I'd come back. And then by that point, Facebook had come out um, and social media was starting up. And uh, Cameron had added me to Facebook. Um, So I remember we were chatting there for a bit, um, just catching up with each other only via Messenger. But um, he's no longer on Facebook, so I'm not sure what happened there. Um, He's either deactivated his account or um, something like that. But anyway... Uh, just that interesting story of meeting those um, people. Um, 
So I hope that story was interesting for you. Sorry, I didn't really go into detail about the sexual encounter because it really wasn't all that much. But um, it still is considered for me a sexual encounter um, in a way. So um, I'm, this story is more about the friendships uh, that I made um, on that evening as well. Um, and the experience for me, because for me that was, um, yeah, something I remember quite well actually that night too. So anyway, Cameron, if you're out there, hello, same to Nikki and Emma. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure if they, um, you know, if that experience for them meant as much to them as it meant for me. Um, but for me, when I was that age, I didn't have as many friends as I did. And I especially didn't have any like sort of cool, interesting friends either. So that, that, um, experience was a lot, meant a lot to me, um, as well. So I just hope the three of them know that. And it's okay if it didn't mean that for them as well. That's totally fine. Um, but anyway, all right, that's it for this episode. I'll speak to you in the next one. Um, and I can't remember who I'll be talking about. I'll need to do a bit of research. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah.